when we were shoveling snow to play ball in February and March. For me, it's playing ice hockey with the boys and making that amazing pass. And when the clock went down to zero, every team just came down to the court and they started just to celebrate with us. And that moment was so pure because I just remember thinking, wow, like we're just a big team. Hey, this is Dominic Susi, and welcome to my purest sports moment. This episode is brought to you by Viragos, a sport technology company focusing on female fan experience. Going down now. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Lizzie. How are you guys, uh, girls doing? Great. How are you? Yeah, we're great, great to be here. I'm pretty good. Like a Friday afternoon, no kids at the home, so I'm pretty pretty stoked to do the podcast today. Actually, uh, Nikki, let's start with you. Like right, right away. You're from Canada, so you're supposed to play hockey. But what you told me is like you actually don't play hockey, but you still have like some some of your your purest sport moment are still uh, around hockey. So can, tell me a bit more, like how you grew up a bit. Like what is your purest port moment thinking about hockey since you're Canadian like uh, I have to I have to talk a bit hockey when you're a Canadian on the podcast yeah well I mean my purest sport moment as far as hockey goes is definitely to the Ann Arbor game for Toronto versus Detroit that's the game so that was the first um outdoor game and it was massive and there were so many people there and it was the weather was terrible but the fact that they had like i think it was 50 50,000 or something people in the stadium um that were there for the entire game and i think it was this is in south i think it was like minus 15 that day and it was snowing so hard and everyone was soaked um but everyone stayed for the game and i i'm a toronto fan so um they pulled out the win against detroit and ot and it was just such a fun day and an awesome thing to be a part of so that's my purest sport moment as far as the hockey side goes and you would tell me like tell me back a bit about your your purest sport moment as a as far as a a snowboard because the, I, I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting like can you can you run it back a bit with me like because you were t t t t texting me i hope there's not like white privilege i don't know what you <laughs> were you talking about about that i was just finding it pretty cute actually so tell me more about it Yeah, so I basically my pure sport moment that I sent you was about being 11 and um, how I wanted to try snowboarding. And so my parents uh, made that happen for me. And my dad was really dedicated to taking out. He didn't ski or snowboard or anything, but he was dedicated to taking me to my lessons. And he would stand outside in the cold and just watch me. Um, and the reason I mentioned the white privilege situation was just because it's very i just felt like i was like i wanted to try snowboarding and my parents bought me the equipment and signed me up for lessons and drove me everywhere which i know is definitely not the reality or an option for a lot of people and so i just wanted to check myself um in the way that that story could come across but it was meant from a place of recognizing that we we really don't realize or perhaps don't remember the amount that our, our parents actually contribute to our life in sport um and so it's nice to have those moments of reflection yeah and, and, I, and i just love it because I, i'm a father of four so like when uh when i hear those kind of story i'm like that I, and i didn't have a father actually growing up so 
I miss those times where actually I had like a father just to just to bring me to hockey practice or just like to try a new sport actually and just go out there and say, hey, you want to use sport? Let, let, let's do it. So actually, yeah. and uh, it's funny you say that because uh, my daughter, is, she's 11 now, and she and we just started actually doing the, the skiing stuff this year and uh, like snowboarding stuff and uh so it's a, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool when i heard you the first time i was like yeah that's probably pretty much like what i what i do right now and lizzie lizzie you you are you not like in atlanta right now no i am i'm in atlanta but how come you you told me you went like snowboarding like yesterday or something like that oh, no, for no, your no. first time or something like that no, 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 no. It was, uh, it was two weeks or no, maybe it was a month and a half ago. I went to, um, I went skiing or snowboarding with a few friends and they all skied and it was my second time snowboarding Where? in Park City, Utah. And, um, they okay. all skied. Wow, okay. Yeah. And I think it's delayed a little, but that's okay. Um, they all skied. Right. And I was like, Oh, I don't ski. I snowboard. Cause I've snowboarded one time before. And I took a lesson the first day and the <laughs> woman, <laughs> the woman is like, Oh, you're doing so good. You're picking this up. Like so quickly you can go like down the mountain for sure. I was like, Oh yeah, I got this one. So then I go and I am catapulting, falling down the mountain. I'm not snowboarding. I'm like oh. every sixth turn, like, <laughs> heel side toe side i'm like bam 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 and all my friends are like zooming past me and they leave me and i'm like i'm done so i quit halfway through i was like no wow i had them i had them it's it's so hard it's so hard but the thing is it is hard yeah the thing is though there's a difference like you do it and you loved it and there's an emotional connection right growing up I do it and I feel nothing. So wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's a great it's point. Like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's kind of tough though. Like it, it, there's a learning curve actually. Like I, I use, I used to do a lot of, not a lot, but because I'm in Quebec, so we have mountains around. So I used to do skiing. So like skiing is like something that, that was like pretty easy like near to skate, like skating, like uh, on a heist and stuff like that. So I thought it was pretty easy, but the snowboarding stuff, like I remember my first time doing snowboard, I hurt my, I hurt my, my wrist and uh, like falling so many, so many times yeah. actually. Like I was like always falling, always, always. And my, my daughter, she's like seven. She like picks it up. Like, just like, it's nothing. She's like the most athletic, like woman, girl, uh, like, athletes whatever she, she 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 can do like anything and she just pick up like that like snowboarding stuff like just like she's like an olympian or something like that she's she's crazy so we have to go like That's every awesome. two weeks now we go like because like mountains are really close by over here so now right. it's like it's kind of in a, in a routine that we actually do snowboarding actually and uh, I, I go skiing more because I, I prefer actually skiing but but snowboarding still it's still it's still cool because you can do some tricks and stuff like that. So, like, but it's a it's a learning curve. Like to go on those on those toes and to try to go like, like to the to, hillside to, toe side to go no. down the slope on the toes. No. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough. What's your uh, uh, Lizzie? What's your what's your what's your moment? Like, well, your your pure you you didn't. You didn't have to. You didn't do my my TikTok video I, yet. So I'm what's your uh, what's your curious I'm sport moment like? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, what you're I, going to right now? No, <laughs> you're actually, no. you're actually going to right now. No, on 
what's your what's your purest sport moment uh, right now, Lizzie? Okay, so I have two. So it's hard. I'm waiting. It's hard for me to tell you because it, if it's on the fan side as being, I'm going to tell you both the fan side and then playing sports. So I'm a huge sports fan. I've been a huge sports fan since I was six years old. That's when it all started with um, University of Texas football. And I think my that's one of my okay. pure. Well, I'm not going to talk about that. I'll, I'll talk about a different one. On from the sports fan side, um, I think my purest moment would be. Um, actually, it is this one. It's a mix between. There's two. I went to Alabama, so the national championship game with Tua in Atlanta was one of them, and being there and just being able to, you know embrace that camaraderie and the national championship win. But <clears throat> I think my purest sports moment um, was when I was, and I'll never forget this, when I was eight years old, I was going to a funeral uh, for my great grandmother and it was in Austin. And obviously, you know, mm. we were sad, um, all of that. The whole family was there and we go to this restaurant and at the restaurant, Kevin Durant is there. And this was like, at his prime peak at Texas, right? And I was eight years old and knew who he was. And I went up to him and I was like, Kevin, like, can we please take a photo and all this kind of stuff? And we, he sat and talked to me for probably, we were there with the whole team for like 30 minutes. And what I got out of that was like such a sad situation that I was there at the restaurant for my great grandmother's death. And just the ability to really connect with someone at such a young age and never forget that. Like when people crap talk Kevin Durant, I'm like, you don't even know. Like when I was eight years old, he literally was like yeah. talking me through my grandmother's death. Like, so that was one. Wow. And then as a sports um, athlete is when I uh, was the only woman on our all boys basketball team. And in middle school, no other girls wanted to play basketball. And I wanted to play so bad that I made us be a co-ed team and there was this one school we played and they were like oh, holy shit there's a girl on the team and i will i'll never forget it so yeah <laughs> oh, that's awesome uh, yeah pretty cool that's actually like uh have you ever like nikki have like uh the thing with kevin durant like uh that she just told like, like some personal experience but like like linked to actually to kind of a bizarre way to uh, uh, star like athletes and like that because I had one like pretty intense that really? I, like, I'm sure Lizzie's you, you're gonna remember this like yeah you're gonna remember yours for all your life but like mine was like pretty pretty crazy too like on that end I'm not a guy who's really starstruck I always uh, only one guy actually starstruck me in my life was uh, Dr. J actually I met him wow. backstage at the big three <laughs> at big three And I was like, whoa, this is Dr. J. <laughs> But other than that, like, what, like, short story, like, I, short story, I was like, um, so, uh, I was supposed to go play Europe in Europe, a basketball, pro basketball in Europe. And at some point, I kind of decided, nah, you know what? Like, I'm not doing this. Like, all right, I'm going to stay in Quebec and I'm going to get married. So I want to get married. So my wife didn't know that back in the day, she didn't know at all that I actually called my agent and said, hey, stop looking for a team in me, for me in Europe. I'm not going. Uh, I, I decided to stay over here in Quebec and start a family and, stay, and get married. So I, <laughs> I, I, we, we went to New York, me and my, my fiance. And she didn't, we're not engaged. 
So we went to New York and I went to like the like short story, went to that restaurant, Italian restaurant. I was like, all right, cool. Let me do this here. I get on my knees. <laughs> right, cool. She's like, what are you doing? She, she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, she never likes when I say that, but like, that's really what happened. She's like, what are you doing? So I, and I said, I proposed, I proposed to her like right on the spot. What's so beautiful. Like people in the street, like in little Italian were like, like clapping and everything. So we're like, wow, like it was like a wonderful, like just evening. And then we went to a, a place called the Blue Notes and it was the same night. And I, I heard that Tupac Shakur were actually, uh, that's when, one of the places he actually like uh, performed in New York at some point. So let's go to the famous Blue Note. So we went there, take just take a, a, a drink. That was our, our day to be engaged. So was, and my wife didn't know that I that was quitting, kind of quitting basketball. So it was like I was quitting for 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 us to be like a family and stuff like that. So that was pretty intense. And then we're just having a drink, and then I just turned around and I saw a big black like guy coming in, like and I was like, what? And I, and then I just like focus and it's just. Out of the blue, that was Shaquille O'Neal, like right there, like in in the bar. The bar was empty, so I was like, "Hey, that's Shaq." And then we went. I went outside, like met him, and it was, like t took a picture, and he was like so friendly. But then, and then yeah. from that moment in, like I always like like I have this relationship that like Shaq yes. doesn't care about me, but I have this relate. I have this relationship where like on yes. my the the day I I got engaged with my wife. I met with Shaquille O'Neal and he kind of stole the show. Yes. <laughs> so kind of, awesome. it's kind of a weird. <laughs> I think that. That's a, I, always, I always think about that. I love that. Sports awesome. do that so much. I think that that's like the beauty of sports is that it always intersects with huge moments in your life. Like you just talked about proposing to your wife. I talked about my grandma dying and it's like, sports anytime anything like that happens it's that's why you have such an emotional connection and that's what i seek in in <clears throat> all sports and that's what i'm most passionate about is getting to that emotional connection for fans because that's the most important and i think we saw that what happens when we don't have sports right like this last year going through uh, lockdown and having all sports off tv like that's all that if we had just had sports I feel like there would have been something for a lot of people to hang on to and it took a while to get them back and then we did and it was like everyone's moods were immediately lifted everyone's online poker habits immediately went down and we were back to being able to enjoy the sports that we love and having those emotional connections with the athletes that we love too. And, and Nikki, tell, tell me like about it. I know you have this, uh, just like Lizzie actually has a, a company uh, she's working sports to. So do you have that kind of a moment? Because you, you have a lot of athletes that you can, we say like represent, uh, can we say that re you represent them yep. or something like that? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. So I saw, I saw some of the pictures of athletes in their, in the kitchen with the skate on and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, do you have those like kind of a moment, like, like just like a pure moment, like pure, like the purest like moment with those athletes at, at some point, or just like I don't know, seeing them perform, or just like like having those one-on-one -on -one convo like with those athletes right now? Is that something that happens like daily or like weekly for you, like to have those kind of like 
wow, this is a cool moment for me. Like, and I was just like, is that something that's happening right now for you? Or is just that yeah. mostly just business? No, I think it's a great point. So yesterday was my birthday and <gasps> I got birthday. a lot of texts. Thank you. Thanks. But I got a lot of texts from the athletes that I represent. And it was kind of, I had a moment in the afternoon um, when I opened my iMessages and I saw the names kind of stacked one on top of each other. And I thought to <laughs> myself, like, how effing cool is that? And I opened my phone, like, those are the, that's the list of names of people that are texting happy birthday to me, like a personal thing, not just the professional thing. And I definitely thought to myself, like, had I told anyone, like, five years ago or two years ago that that would be what I would be looking at on my birthday. I don't know if I would have believed myself or if anyone would have believed me. I mean, I think I would have believed myself, but at the same time, yeah, that was definitely a moment that I just had yesterday um, that I think is amazing to be able to have the, the professional connection, of course. Um, but having that personal touch as well is, is so awesome. Um, and I find myself pinching myself from time to time, um, <laughs> having that that moment where I'm like, wow, like I'm really doing this with these people. That's so cool. So, yeah. Can, can we just agree like right now and just like put it on record, record also that when is the birthday of someone that you know you're supposed at least to send a text and you're you're not allowed to just do the Facebook thing like I don't know, on the feed of someone <laughs> and just like send the Facebook like a happy birthday because I, I just hate like the Facebook happy birthday. Like I'm like nah, like everybody can say it. Like, if you get my text, and then you text me, that's that's a real happy birthday. It, can we get that on record for everyone? Yeah, I agree. It was funny because there are some people that I was like, oh, that's so weird. I haven't heard from them today, and then I realized right? that they wrote on my Facebook wall, and I was like, it's 2021. Why are you saying? like at least DM me on Instagram? <laughs> But I, I appreciate I appreciate the love nonetheless. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, if you didn't FaceTime me, that's a cop out. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's just, a, I just, for me, you have to, you have to DM me. You have to uh, send me a text. If you, if you go like on that Facebook stuff, I don't, do, I don't know you that much. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> You're not funny. a real friend. It's like your old college so pal showing up on right. your timeline. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like old teachers, high school teachers. I'm like, I don't care about you. Come on. <laughs> One of my elementary hey. school teachers was messaged yesterday, and I was like, Aww. that is so adorable. Like, what a nice lady. <laughs> <play." laughs> that is so funny. Let me, let me ask you this, uh, Nikki, because it it happens to me, and Lizzie, you can chip in uh, also. Like, uh, it happens to me actually. Uh, like, like five days five days ago, I went. Again, like because we're we outside over here in Quebec, a lot of snow. Went up, up a hill uh, with like a, they, they, could, they put like skin under your ski, and you actually actually like climb a hill with my wife. Uh, just just a day after Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, that's what we did. And then when you up the hill at the end, you clip your boat skis and you do a snowboard with it, and oh. you actually go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They call wow. that split, split board, like a ski, ski touring and split board. So you have a split board and then you clip the, the board together and then you go down the slope and the feeling of uh, freedom actually that gave, that that comes from it because you actually didn't take anything like anything to go up the, the slope. It was only you like trying to do something and like climb it. And then after that, just the feeling of going down 
it was so nice. I, like the, uh, the one of yeah. the best feeling ever, like that I had because it was so tough to climb. Actually, it's kind of like when you're—I don't know if you girls like surf. I, I love surfing, but when you go surfing and you got some big waves, it's really, really like you, you don't, you don't, you don't show that in the movie. But it's pretty tough, like actually, to go to that spot where you're going to calm down and after that take that big wave because the the wave are crashing on you so it's pretty tough so but when you take that wave and you take it well you're like whoa this is it like this like i like this is why i like i just did that day today so yeah. do you have like and that that's for me that's their the purest sport moment that's the, the 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 moment that actually i take home and i take with me and i don't care about how, how everything went in my days like i have this <laughs> moment and i have this feeling of me like going down the slope and I, I, I'm like 39 right now and I still get the, those moments so that, that's one of the reasons I actually love sport because I think there's no age <laughs> there's no age limit actually do you have this like Nikki like right now or Lizzie like uh still like going up and, and doing sport right now like being older a little bit and, and still have those kind of amazing moments that like like just spark moment and Lizzie if you have something like that oh you go first you go first. I'm still trying to think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that there, I think that there's definitely moments where I'm like, wow, I can still do that. I think it's just kind of a silly one, but like with yoga, for example, like I turned 35 yeah. and I think it's awesome how flexible I am. And like, I've always been flexible. Like I've never struggled to touch my toes or anything like that. And then there's people that are younger than me that are like, wow, how do you do that? So it's something like that where I feel like, um, when I achieve a new pose in yoga or I like get to a, ne a new level that I can be really proud of myself and like realize, yeah, there's no age limit. And in fact, if you continue to push yourself in those ways, you, it will keep you younger and it will keep your body in a better state. So I think that that's pretty amazing for sure. And your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga is nice. I, I used to like do more yoga. Now I kind of stop actually. But like uh, I, when I was like like trying to do my basketball career and go up the the ladder in Canada, yeah. and stuff, the, yoga was big for me actually. Like just like yeah. just a me the mental aspect for for just to be in that space, that mood, like that that flow. I think it te it teach you actually to be in that flow. I never do you do hot yoga? I never I never could though. Yeah, I, I love hot yoga. So where I live, oh, yeah. we don't really have a lot of options around. So I, I haven't done, I only did a little bit before everything got shut down um, since we've moved here. But um, yeah, before when I when I lived in the downtown downtown Toronto, I would go to hot yoga all the time. It was just oh, yeah. so like cleansing. I it is. Fine. So yeah. I, I can't. Uh, oh yeah, you. I just can't. Like, like I love yoga. I love doing yoga. I went to that... I don't know. I, I went to that hot yoga stuff. I nearly faint. Like it's not for me. Like I, I'm not good. Like with with like, too too hot weather or something like that. Like I just don't like it like that much. And it just like felt to me that I, I just love the feeling of doing yoga. And then it's just like, why are you adding this? Like why are you adding this to me? Like like it's like <laughs> I'm not doing like basketball like i like basketball why, why why are we like doing like hot basketball now like like i love like i just love the the, the purity of like just the first one so and it was like it was too much for me like i couldn't i think i the first time i went i went two times but the first time i went i i had to step out because it was just burning on me like it was too much really <laughs> that's so funny so yeah, you must yeah, have I, good I just can't i just can't like but I, I... what 
You don't like the sauna then? To what? You go in, in a sauna? Yeah, do you not like the no, sauna? No, 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 I don't do that. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Why? No. <laughs> no, I don't like that stuff. I, don't, I, I like it's the... It's funny because I don't either. Like, I what? I don't really like warm weather that much. That's I don't really, like, I would prefer colder. Like, I do like warm weather, but, like, but, yeah, like, I, I'm not a big, like, even a tropical vacation. Like, I think it's nice, but it's too hot and too oh. humid. <laughs> so, no. yeah. I, I don't either. But, like, with yoga, what I think is cool about hot yoga is it, it adds, one, the extra challenge, which I think yeah. if you're someone like me who's really competitive with yourself, then um, that's, like, a great part to it. But it also allows for, like, greater flexibility and forces you to be more aware of your yeah. breathing and so I think there's the benefits to it like that but it's one of those things too like I think for any sport or any activity if you don't like it then you're not going to do it so if you don't like hot yoga then you're not going to do it right <laughs> so to yeah. Me, yeah it was just it was just too much but I, I feel like, like for me like a like I, I like to go like dance like we go to Costa Rica like we try to go like every two years that's our spot like, cool. with family with my kids and stuff like that and Obviously, like, weather is hot over there, but I can't go, like, in Costa Rica only to do, like, just, like, on the beach. Like, I, I will, like, die. I need to go, yeah. like, into the water and just, like, I do surf, so I go into the water and I surf. So that's, like, yeah. if not, like, it's impossible. Maybe it's my Canadian, because we're Canadian over here, me and Nikki, <laughs> but, like, like I don't know. Yeah, hot, like, when it's too hot, like, I can't, I just can't. And, and the sauna, sauna stuff, like, nah, that, that's not for me. What, one thing that I like, though, like, to do is the, uh, I don't know if you guys get that, like, in the States, Lizzie, but over here, it's pretty popular, is that Siberian spa. That's what they call it. It's, like, hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. So you actually go to a sauna for, let's say, 10 minutes, but after that, you chew yourself into, like, freezing water. And then after that, oh, you just wow. calm down. And it's really cool, uh, a cool I never did that before. You, you have to bring. No, I, I have, have to bring you to I Quebec have. City. We have some some place over here. Oh, you have? Okay, okay. Yeah. That that I can do. That, that that's that's the only the only time I can go to a sauna is when like I know that ten minutes after that I'm gonna like throw myself into ice cold water. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time. I love it. I love it. Lizzie, what's go- your um? I was going to say, what do you push yourself in still? Or what moments do you have yeah. with sports still yeah. um, with what you're doing now? So I, I love that question because it's like anything that you do, I think once you get out of the collegiate level, right, or um, of sport, you're. I feel like anything is a sport at this point. Like working out, going to a workout class, doing yoga, <laughs> running, like everything, yeah. right? So for me, like my purest moment is if I don't work out, I go insane, right? Like my mental state is just not good. So just completing a workout at this point and like knowing that I did my best and went all for it and and didn't slack off is like my purest moment at this point where I'm at because it takes a lot of accountability to show up every single day. And like, I don't have to show up every day anymore. Yeah, totally. I'm not, I'm not in organized sports anymore. I don't have to, but I choose to. And I think that's like the biggest thing for me, especially when we're locked up in jail. Yeah. What do yeah. you do? Like, do you have like that, like Peloton or something like that? Or no, I like to do work. I'm not a big fan of the bike. I actually hate the bike. Um, but I do like Orange Theory or things, berries. To. Yeah. Berries, yeah, me too. I love berries. I 
What is this? What is this? um, They're like organized high intensity workouts. They're basically like you go in, the workout's already planned out for you. Orange theory is like rower. Orange theory and there's... It's like orange theory. There's the same thing? Yeah, Yeah, so you go in and then like the workout's already templated for you you're in a group everyone's motivating each other you have your heart rate monitors on you can see it all up on the screen um yeah it's really motivating oh nice and lizzie do you do this right now with covid or what what do you yeah. do i know you're in atlanta yeah atlanta is like the cap- capital of like don't COVID. like we don't care we don't care but yeah. Um, <laughs> no yeah we don't care about yes. covid that's the capital but like mm-hmm. uh <laughs> So to answer your so question, you, you, still, you, yes, you guys go still, right now? Yeah, they have really, so I already got COVID and um, no, I'm not trying to make light oh. of the situation, but um, what I will say is that they've done an incredible job at social distancing and really you have to wear a mask when you work out, oh, you yeah. have to wear a mask when you get in there. And uh, I luckily um, got through COVID, so I don't um, yeah. feel as though I'm doing something to put myself in danger right now by going because I gotcha, already gotcha, got gotcha. the virus. Yeah. Okay. So, so last, last time I, I last time I text you, you were actually at Orange Jury. Me? When you, when you were working yes, out. I was at Barry's. Yeah. yeah. I was at Barry's and I'm going after this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so let me ask let me ask you one last question about that about about training and about yoga and about everything for you your two gals because you actually were texting me while you were training. Is that something that you do? You actually have your cell phone with you when you're training because that's 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 something I just can't do. Like like to answer, you were actually texting me while and I said I'm training. Oh, I'm like why why are you texting me back if you're training? I was on a break, so they do a five minute break in between. <laughs> That's why oh, okay. I have my phone. Yeah. Okay. But no, I don't usually have my phone. Okay. And uh, and Nikki, do you use your phone near you when you do yoga? No, God, I would. That would just take no. you right out of yeah. the flow. The only thing is, sometimes I, sometimes I will do like put the do something on YouTube and put it up on my computer. And because my phone is connected to my computer, sometimes I'll see I'll forget to disable uh, the iMessages and the notifications will start popping up and then I just get anxiety and so I always have to remember to to exit my iMessage so I don't start seeing those coming through when I'm trying to watch the screen for a, a nice yeah. relaxing purpose but so yeah no <laughs> what, definitely what do you don't... use what do you use for uh, just to, just to finish what do you use for the in covid do you seem to be like doing yoga is there let's say I want to go back to yoga because I used to love yoga So let's say, let's say I want to go back. What do you use? Just YouTube, honestly. Okay. And, really? and all different people. There's one uh, particular instructor. Um, her name's Adrian, and she has a lot of yoga on YouTube. She's probably one of the more popular ones. But it depends on what I'm feeling that day. Like if I want more meditation than movement, I'll type in like specifically what I'm looking for, like 10-minute yeah. guided meditation with 10 minute yoga and then it just gives you all the videos but there's so much content on youtube that's usually what i use <clears throat> i should do that yeah. actually because uh back in the days like i was like only uh when i started yoga it was like either you do a class or actually i bought some dvds 
But at some point, mm-hmm. you kind of like when you have a DVD, like it's always like kind of the same routine. It could be a bit tiresome at some point, but I'm guessing right now I should like go back and just actually I have a Peloton uh, a subscription, so subscription. So I, yeah, uh, you I should. There, there's they a lot a of yoga on there, but I should just go on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, I use the app actually on my TV, but I, I only use it for the bike because I go on Alex Tucson like a ride and just try to die out there. Like a, I don't know what. I don't know what happened when I get on, get on a Peloton bike too. Like it's uh, kind of in, I'm kind of too intense. Like my my kids You're are part like, of the Peloton cult. You're one of yeah. those. Uh, <laughs> not not that much. Not that I'm not, not not because let's say as soon as the I actually nearly canceled my subscription just like subscription like a, a week ago because there's so much snow over here and the, the weather is kind of cool right now in Quebec to do a lot of outside activities. So for me right now, like I told my wife, like from from December to <laughs> let's say March, there's no need for me actually to like to to do some stuff inside. I, even though it's it's cold outside, if you dress accordingly, you don't have to like yeah. in Quebec. You because I do a lot of cross cross country skiing. I love that like the skate with the like, skating stuff. Like I love that stuff, and I love to go with my kids actually to go and play hockey outside at the rink. So that's like my my main two activities. So I don't have to go into the um, Peloton that much. Peloton is mostly with the off season, like in November over here, it's crazy. Like there's nothing to do in, in Quebec in November and same thing in April. So that's that's where I'm gonna use the app. But when I go on there, like I'm, I'm kind of crazy though. Like, I don't know, my kids are like, who are you? Like, I'm like, like going out there. Like uh, uh, I'm really intense. I don't know, I don't know where. It, it seems to me like really I'm intense. back, like I'm, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I, I get like a, I don't know, I get like, like I put like the volume up and I was like, like a, I don't know, uh, it might, might be Alex Tucson or something like that. Like he's pushing me, like there's something out there, like he's pushing me or something like that. I don't know. That's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, to your point, like just shoveling snow alone, you'll burn more calories than probably a Peloton. <laughs> really? Seriously? Yeah, but actually, <laughs> actually, like I said, uh, uh, but I have four kids, so I don't like. I don't remember the last time I shovel. I shovel snow. Like, <laughs> they they, they, they just awesome. do like I, the way I, the way I'm educating them. Like they do like all the the heavy lifting right now. I just have to go on my roof like in the next days because we have a snowstorm and I have yeah. this huge, huge, huge like a, a pile of snow just on top of my uh, of my uh, my my roof right now. So I have to shovel that and take an hour to do that, but. And that's gonna be. You're not gonna send gonna your be, kids up there. Not nah, my 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 boy wants. It. Every time I go, my boy's like, I want to go, I want to go, but it's it's, it's kind of dangerous. So, so I, yeah, I so don't I'm think your gonna, wife would be very happy. So. Yeah, she she probably won't know. Like though, like I'm pretty I'm a pretty intense guy with my kids, so she, I do a lot of stuff that she don't she does she just know like afterwards. So, so she's a doctor, so Hopefully I never she I, I never told to your her. Podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, she she does listen to the podcast, but she does know too. Like uh, like like my kids are really like some of my kids are really really athletic, and that's because like I have like a uh, like this mentality that as soon as she's not home, my my wife is like, all right, let's go to the skate park and let's let's uh, let's try this thing that uh, you never done before. And it's like and then they go down and it's like I I just don't care if they hurt themselves. Like I'm I'm still there for them. So, <laughs> but she knows she knows that's like she knows awesome. me. <laughs> So hey Nikki, it was so nice having you on. First time yeah. on. Thanks thanks for the TikTok too video. And let's keep in touch. Uh like I I love you that you're in hockey in Canada. So that's uh, that's something that I always like try to 
stay stay close to my my roots actually so thanks yeah. for thanks for thanks for dropping by it was really nice i, I love thanks it thanks for having me yeah yeah it was so nice to meet and Lizzie, you we're gonna Seriously. talk later yeah you too Lizzie, what what is that drink celery juice what is that green huh celery celery juice celery juice yeah Celery. The, the, there's, there's like no calorie in celery. Like, I know, but it, why it, are you it, dr drinking? It's a great question. Um, celery juice helps on a cellular level. Um, benefits with anxiety, uh, swelling, all of these healing benefits. Um, you should look up medical medium, and he'll tell you all about it. Is it good? Yeah, I, I can't taste anything since COVID, so I don't know. But yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, I can't taste anything. Are, 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 are you? Wow. I know. Oh, that's bad though. That's I bad. I hope I hope I'm gonna get well because that's that's a that's that's major for your for your life actually. And if you come to Quebec at some point and you want to have some good foods over here, because there's some good food over here, so you have to have your taste back. I know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. All right. So All right. Great. It was so uh, nice to I'm, meet you, Nikki. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for having me.